Welcome to the Smart Money Mama Show, where moms get real about money to help you find your financial confidence and live your best life. Now let's talk money, mamas. Hey there, mamas. I'm your host, Chelsea Brennan, and today we're talking about the right way, the best way to get out of debt. How would you feel if you were debt-free? Unburdened? Secure? Confident? Ridding ourselves of consumer debt and learning to live within our means is a powerful thing. It opens up the doors to opportunities we previously didn't think were possible. We can start planning for the future instead of paying for the past. So today, we're going to break it down together into six simple steps. Simple not easy. Debt payoff journeys are never easy. They take commitment through all the ups and downs of life, but you can do it and do it with joy. Before we get started, I've got to give you a bit of a spoiler. The best way to get out of debt, it's going to depend on you. There's no one size fits all, do this or you'll fail method. The choices you make at each step will create a journey that is unique to you because personal finance is personal and you have to stay true to yourself. As always, I've got a free gift for you if you're ready to get started on your debt freedom journey. Our debt payoff worksheets are available in the show notes to this episode at smartmoneymamas.com forward slash 25, along with a complete breakdown of these six steps so you can refer back to them as often as you need. Sound good? Are you ready? Let's get planning. The first step you absolutely need to take in your debt payoff journey is to know your why. And guess what? Wanting to be debt free is not a why. Let me share a story with you from a mama in our community, Crystal. When talking about what made her decide to get out of debt, she said, My aha moment was one day when I was holding our infant in one hand and our power bill in the other. I realized that I had to choose to either buy groceries or pay our power bill. It was so humbling to realize that there was no end in sight unless we made a change. My husband and I never again wanted to fear a bill coming in the mail. In that moment, Crystal may have said that her why for getting out of debt was that she was scared and never wanted to be in debt again. But that's not what drove Crystal and her husband to pay off more than $80,000 of debt in four years. There was more to it than that. When we dug deeper, Crystal wanted to be able to stay home with her kids without feeling like she was putting a financial strain on her family. She wanted to set a better example for her girls. She wanted more security and the freedom to give her girls amazing experiences as they grew up. Often, fear is the thing that gets us going. It snaps us out of our bad money habits and gets us to make a shift. But to stick to a debt payoff plan for months or years, we have to have a motivating factor that runs deeper, that connects with the life we know we want and what comes after getting out of debt. And often, for mamas, it's about our families. What do we want life to look like for our kids? In our mini course, How to Set Life-Changing Financial Goals, we dig into what you really want, stripping away all the external expectations and what you're supposed to do, connecting with your true goals and purpose. So take some time, before you even look at the numbers, to get clear on your goals. Likely, you'll find that what you want goes far beyond debt freedom, but paying off that debt will be a stepping stone to achieving your larger vision. And when you have that vision, your debt payoff journey feels more like an investment in something important instead of a reaction to fear and stress. The second step, once you have your why, is to get up close and personal with your budget. Where's your money going? What changes are you willing to make? This means actually pulling out your last two to three months of expenses and owning up to exactly where your money has been going. Be prepared for some, oh geez, that can't be right, moments. The goal here is to see how much money you can afford to put towards your debt every month. Now, I want to warn you that this is where some people stumble, especially if their why is particularly powerful. 
Early on in our journey, we're excited about our new goals. We're ready to do anything to reach them. And in that excitement, we want to throw every available dollar at our debt. This nothing for pleasure until you're entirely debt-free, sometimes known as the gazelle method, may work for some people and it may work in short bursts. But for many, many people, it results in a feeling of deprivation, a hatred of budgeting, and a slide back into old habits. You matter. What brings you joy, true joy, not masking stress joy, matters. For problem areas, think about where you can replace that spending with more frugal options. And more importantly, consider what emotional need is driving that spending. Are there ways to get the feelings you crave without spending money? As you narrow in on a budget that makes sense for you, you'll determine how much you can really put towards your debt every month. And remember, this is a first pass. You can make adjustments as you go. I encourage you to journal about your spending habits. That's why we have a place to write a daily money win and reflect on your day in our Thriving Money Planner. You'll find some cuts feel too restrictive and some expenses just don't bring you the value you once thought. When you feel those things, when you see them in your spending, make a change. Your budget is a living thing. Keep working on it. And if you're worried about budgeting because you've struggled with it in the past or because it feels too restrictive, go back to episode seven, how to budget with a mindset of abundance. Budgeting can be about affording the things that matter most to you. That episode walks you through some shifts to make it feel more fulfilling. Okay, so you have a general idea of how much money you can put towards your debt every month and you're excited about your why. What comes next? You might think the next step is just sending off an extra payment towards your debts. But our next two steps are actually about defining our order of priority with what gets funding first. Step number three is checking in on your emergency fund. We talked about the importance of an emergency fund for financial security in episode 21, and I'm sure you've heard about emergency funds approximately 5,000 times. There's a reason for that. They're important, especially when you're paying off debt. Imagine you work your butt off and pay $400 off your credit card debt this month. You're feeling great and like you can do this, and then the roof starts leaking. The repair is going to cost you $450, and you don't have the cash. So to fix the roof, you pull out the same credit card and add to your balance. How does that feel? Do you think you're going to keep the same motivation to continue your debt payoff journey? Or are you going to feel defeated and frustrated? Building an emergency fund, even if you just start with $500, gives you options when unexpected expenses pop up. They help you avoid future debt. If you don't have an emergency fund, your first priority should be saving a minimum of $500, ideally $1,000. You can take the money you identified as available for your big money goals in step two, or you can find ways to bolster your savings quickly with a little side hustle, like a few weekends of babysitting, selling unused items from around your home, or picking up a freelance project or some overtime hours. With the COVID-19 crisis, we're seeing exactly why experts recommend three to six months of emergency fund. $1,000 just doesn't stretch very far when you're truly out of work or life throws you a major curveball. But after that first $500 to $1,000, I think you can decide how you split the money available to your goals between debt payoff and your emergency fund. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It's whatever you're most comfortable with. The goal is still ultimately to build a bigger emergency cushion. But outside global pandemics, research suggests that $500 in cash savings is actually enough to keep most people from having to pull out that credit card for unexpected expenses, like a roof leak or a blown tire. With your emergency fund ship shape, it's time for an exciting step, deciding which debt you're going to pay off first. When it comes to creating your debt payoff plan, there are a number of ways to determine what gets paid off first. And we'll talk about three of my favorite ways in a moment. 
But there are a few things all these methods have in common that I want to share with you first. One, it is important to focus your payoff on one debt at a time. Make the minimum payments on everything else and put all the extra cash towards one debt. There are psychological reasons for this. You'll be better able to see the progress on that one debt because you're making bigger payments. You get to retire a debt faster, which results in more positive feedback. And you won't face decision fatigue in deciding where to put your debt payoff money every month. Two, once you pay off the first debt, roll all the money you were putting towards that first debt, including the minimum payment, towards the second. For example, if you had $400 a month to put toward debt payoff and the first credit card you were tackling had a $50 minimum payment, once that credit card was paid off, you'd be putting $450 a month toward the next debt plus that debt's minimum payment. This system allows you to put even more cash towards each subsequent debt, speeding up your progress as you go. So how do we put these debts in order? What comes first? Well, there's the mathematical answer, which is to pay off the debt with the highest interest rate first. This lowers your total cost of interest over time. Good, right? Possibly. But we all know that money is emotional. So even if it costs us a few extra dollars in interest, generally the difference isn't all that great, choosing a priority method that keeps us motivated and excited may actually be more valuable. It may actually help us get out of debt faster. That first method is known as the debt avalanche. You take all your debts and order them from the highest interest rate to the lowest and pay them off in that order. The second popular option, though, is known as the debt snowball. With this method, you pay off the debt with the lowest balance first. Why? Because completely paying off a debt gives you endorphins, and endorphins make you happy. No, seriously, getting to close a credit card or get a letter from a loan company that your debt is completely paid off. It's exciting. The debt snowball method believes that those early wins commit you to the process more than just focusing on the interest rate. Those numbers, they're just too ambiguous for us. Plus, when you get to the big debt balances, you've already rolled up a number of minimum payments and you're a pro at your budget. So it's tackling those big debts is a little bit easier than if you started with them. A truly effective method, but there are more creative ways to look at this too, which is why I wanted to include one of my favorite methods as a third option to think about. My friend Jamie at Medium Sized Family did an aha moment debt interview for Smart Money Mamas a while back, and she shared that the method that finally got her and her husband out of debt was their big scary monster method. She decided the first debt she was going to pay off was the debt that caused them the most stress, the one she thought they'd never be able to tackle. For Jamie, this was a credit card with a high balance but a middle-of-the-road interest rate. It scared her, and so they put it first on the list. Tackling that most stressful debt lit a fire under her. She knew if she could pay off that debt, then it was possible to handle the rest too. And so when they first paid off that debt, they then picked the next scariest and started there. It was empowering, and that's what's important. It doesn't really matter which of these options you choose or if you create one entirely your own. What matters is that the order you pick speaks to you and gets you excited to get started. Write out all your debts and put them in order of priority. Now, you've got a complete plan. You know what to pay off first, you know how much money you have to do it, and you are super, super clear on your why. That brings us to the most important step, step five. Start paying off that debt. Work the plan and start sending those extra payments towards your debt. 
At this stage, I highly, highly recommend a way to track your progress. Our free debt payoff worksheets available in the show notes at smartmoneymamas.com forward slash 25 have some trackers you can start with. But keeping an eye on how far you've come makes it easier to keep going in the moments when things get hard. Because some days, heck, some months will be really hard. And our minds are more near-term focused than we like to believe. Without trackers and written reminders, we discount the progress we've made in the past, even forgetting aspects of where we started. Having a clear picture to look back on makes it easier to have perspective. In addition to tracking, I want you to remember to also reward yourself along the way, mamas. You're doing a hard thing and you get to celebrate. So ask yourself, what will we do when we pay off a debt in full? Take the kids to ice cream? Make a special dinner at home? What about when you come in under budget on groceries for the month? What will you do with that extra cash? Maybe you decide to put 80% of it towards your debt goals or emergency fund, but the remaining 20% gets spent on something for you, a new book or a manicure. These rewards aren't to tell you that you need to spend money to have happiness. We all know that many of the things that bring us joy are free or darn close to it. But it's to enforce the message that this journey isn't a punishment. It's a way of taking care of yourself. These little rewards, which might seem teeny, teeny, tiny, especially at the beginning, should give you that little extra push to keep going. This journey should be empowering and fun. Our very last step is an optional one. You're already working your plan and paying off the debt, and that will get you where you need to go. But what if you want to go faster? The sixth step is finding ways to earn more money. This is going to look really different for different people. Maybe this is an opportunity to pursue that work-at-home side hustle you've been dreaming of. Maybe you negotiate a raise with your employer. Maybe you pick up some freelance gigs, an overtime shift, or simply do some babysitting or tutoring. If you don't have the time or energy for this, don't beat yourself up about it. But remember that there's no harm in trying. Test it out and see how it feels. If you don't like it, stop. No harm done. Often, though, we feel like we have no time, no energy, no skills to increase our income but our emotions and our habits, they can lie to us. I encourage you to at least take the time to consider if working on a passion project might bring you some fulfillment as well as speed your debt payoff journey, or whether having multiple streams of income makes you feel more secure and could possibly get you to your big why goal faster, or if you might enjoy your job more if you felt like you were valued there and getting paid what your skills are worth. I know that when I was working in investing, I wouldn't have thought I had the time to start a blog. I had a one-year-old and things felt hectic. Yet when I found how much the work filled me up emotionally, I was able to make the time. All I want you to know is that you have what it takes to earn more money and achieve your goals if that's what you want. You'll be debt-free before you know it. Mamas, each of these six steps, identifying your why, reviewing your budget, building your emergency fund, choosing a debt payoff method, starting to pay down your debt, and finding ways to earn more money, Each has aspects where you have to make choices unique to you and your goals. The right debt payoff plan, it's the way that works best for you. Unfortunately, there aren't any shortcuts. But you know with your whole heart the life you want to lead and the things you want to achieve. Debt won't stand in your way. You've got this. Mamas, thank you so much for joining me today to talk about the right way to pay off debt. I love getting to hang with you for a small part of your day and hope you're feeling confident about your debt payoff journey. As a reminder, you can head to the show notes of this episode at smartmoneymamas.com forward slash 25 to download your free debt payoff plan worksheets and to find a summary of these six steps that you can refer back to whenever you need them. 
Thank you again for listening to the Smart Money Mama show. You're amazing. Keep talking money, mama. I'll see you next time. Bye.